you And when I defang the viper Trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere Jeff, I already put you out I don't even know why you're out here right now Keep on talking Hey, hey, hey do me a favor Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting And you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the group And Mustafa, you out here A boy of one man And I'm gonna tell you what you got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Alright, welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. It is me, Hafiz, and with me as always is Devin. Devin, we're getting ready to talk about SmackDown Live. How are you feeling about SmackDown this week? Oh man, I'm excited because, man, you know who got love today? Or was love yesterday? <laughs> OP Buddy Murphy, man. Man. Man, I, I, it was music to my ears hearing the WWE Universe yes. chanting his name. Buddy, buddy, I was man, like, hell man. yeah, get oh. your love, buddy, get your love, and it was it was just music to my ears, man, it was a it wonderful was. sight. It was, it was, just the chance, that that really got me, man, like, like emotionally, I felt that, yeah. you know, just for him, like, he had not been on television, you know, and it, we were wondering, like, what, what is going on, like, what, do they not see what we were seeing when he was on 205 Live, just the talent this man has, and it just felt weird, and now, to be... To have been there and now be where we're at now, where you got the crowd chanting "Buddy" as he's going against Daniel Bryan, like that—that yeah. that is insane. So we'll just kick it off right there with that matchup. So Buddy Murphy versus the new Daniel Bryan. Just the storytelling in this matchup was awesome. I mean, you got Daniel Bryan calling him a liar all throughout yeah. the matchup, just yes. yelling at Buddy, just telling, yes. just, just, just getting, just being that Daniel Bryan character who's who just tells such a great story. And again, just calling him a liar like that in the in the ring and you hear it and the buddy fighting back and you know this i mean buddy was giving it to him like was. everything daniel was dishing out man he was dishing out his own like it, it was great to watch um i love the spot that buddy usually does where he does the knees like he'll hit him with a knee then he'll grab both arms and hit him with a knee again um there's another spot in the turnbuckle where he's he puts their head it's kind of hard to explain but yeah he, like he kind of like their head in the turnbuckle yeah and it does a super kick to their head while their head is trapped in and between then, and like, then he's he did a power slam on them right after that oh my yeah. god that was beautiful man like op buddy murphy showed out in this matchup and the part of the matchup where i really felt like oh my god what is happening here is when daniel bryan had him in the submission I thought he was getting ready to tap or yes. pass out. I thought it was yes. over. I, I was, the- I, I was, I was like, I was telling uh, OP through the TV, "Don't you do it? Don't, don't you, you do it? it. Hey, <laughs> don't right. you do it? Exactly. <laughs> don't you I'm like, fight no, that. You, no. you go and don't, don't tap. You, you was a cruiserweight champion. You was dub OP. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because I mean, and here's the thing: like, let's say play devil's advocate. If he would have tapped in that situation, I'd have been like, oh no. But I would have been okay with it because it's Daniel Bryan, right? Yeah. Like, there's yeah. no shame yeah. in in tapping out to Daniel Bryan, but. It was special seeing Buddy Murphy fight through that. Like, he had one arm free, and then Daniel Bryan grabs the one free arm and pins that and turns his submission to the rings of Saturn. Then he grabs his leg 
and like pins that behind him too. So like I don't even know how Buddy could have tapped even if he wanted yeah, to because exactly. all his limbs are basically <laughs> wrapped up. You know, he's got him tied up in a bow basically. Yeah. And so eventually, you know, Buddy just keeps fighting through it and then Daniel kind of goes back into doing the, the little bell lock and he just Buddy Murphy made his way to the rope, put his foot on his foot on the rope and got out of it. I was like, "Oh my god, the match is going to continue." It went on. And then Buddy Murphy, man, hit his finisher. Murphy's when, law. Oh my when god. I saw the finish, I'm like, "What? What is about to happen?" Is he going to do this? And the ref gets down. One, two, three. Oh, my God. I was Bro. so happy. I was. When just... I saw him hit it, I was like, it's over. Ain't no way in hell Daniel Bryan better not better not kick out. And he didn't. He I was didn't. like, oh, my God. He, he, he just beat DB. Daniel Bryan. He beat Daniel Bryan. Multi-time WWE champion. Just every belt. Tag team championships. The, yes. The, Intercontinental champion, just everything. Like he's done it all, and to to have that kind of win under his belt, to have that kind of performance a week after having a great performance with Roman Reigns. I mean, Buddy Murphy right now is he's on, on the roll. Yes. yes, he yes. definitely got the juice. Yes, so I, I'm I'm so excited for Buddy. This was a great matchup. Shout out to Daniel Bryan for having this matchup matchup with him, for putting him over, for you know telling a great story in the ring. Yes. Just it was just a, a sight to see, man. Just this this you could take just this matchup, you know, and everything that was happening in this match, and it, it would have been enough for me just to be entertained and feel fulfilled for this show to say, yeah, this was a good show because of just the, the performance that they put on in yep. this match. And I and I knew this match was going to be amazing. And it did not disappoint, man, because we had uh, we had talked about it uh, last week, announced it, and I was like, "Man, it's it's, it's going to be what match of the year candidate." Yeah, as soon as you said it, I was like, "Oh, this is exactly match of the year candidate." Like it was going to be one of those, man, and it, it did not disappoint. No, it did not disappoint. It, it did so. not. It did not. And man, Op Buddy Murphy hitting his Murphy's Law, so everybody saw his. He has one of the most unique finishers. Yeah. And I'm glad everybody got a chance to see it and get it done on Daniel Bryan. Yep. The first time he used it on SmackDown television to get yes. a pin on Daniel Bryan. That's huge, man. That's huge. So shout out to both guys. They did a great job, man. What a what a what a matchup overall. What a matchup. All right. So we're gonna move on to let's see. Let's talk about Sami Zayn. So Ms. TV, Sami Zayn had requested some time on Ms. TV. Uh, just to talk about, I don't know. He, I mean, I don't think they really said what he was going to talk about. He just said no, he, he didn't. wanted some time. So he like, yeah, he said he didn't really care about your show. Don't really care about the Miz. <laughs> I just needed the time to talk. I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, all right. Let's let's see what this is all about. You know. Yeah. And then, uh, well, you go into it. Why don't you break this one down for us? All right. So Sami Zayn comes out. You know, you know, like like I said before, telling the Miz basically, you know, I, Miz, I don't care about you. You know, I don't even really care about your show, but I just needed the platform to talk. And that's what he did. You know, he talked about, you know, he is losing streak lately. You know, I was getting frustrated by it on Raw. And he said he had an epiphany and he said he needed to change. He needed to help other people. And uh, the Miz asked, like, who? And he said, like this person. And whose music hits? Shinsuke comes out like what i was confused at first i was kind of baffled befuddled i'm like where the hell is this going (laughs) (laughs) you know since comes in the ring and you know and uh and uh basically sammy said you know hey he doesn't he's not gonna he's not gonna speak english but he does speak the language that's universal 
And I knew where that was going. Yep. <laughs> I think everybody knew where that was going. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and just attacks the Miz from behind, giving him a, a wicked Kinshasa. And then what was crazy is, you know, he's just attacking him. And then Zammy said, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah. He's just getting on getting on uh, Shisuke. That's enough. That's enough. And then he's looking. I got to give Sami Zayn props because he's a dick, bro. Like a dick. Because, okay, so, so, yeah, so the Miz is on the opposite end of the corner. And he's, and he's like he's looking concerned. He's holding him up. He okay? holds him by the okay? cheek. And then he gives and he looks at him. He looks at Shinsuke. And he kind of winks and smiles. Gives him the green light like it's he's good. Like, okay, okay. It's good. Now. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, come on, do your thing. Right, right. It gets it gets out the way as he does his kinshasa. I was like, oh my god, are you kidding me? Sami Zayn is the best. I'm oh, like, what man. a dick. I hate you, Sami Zayn. That was like a dick move. He just looking concerned, and then he just it, 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 immediately his facial expression changed. It had this evil smile and winked at at Shinsuke to give him the green light to do his finisher. I was like, wow, bravo, but. That 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 was definitely a dick move, man. But, it was, it, dude. It was crazy because when they first started this whole thing, when he when he uh, called out Shinsuke, when Shinsuke came out, I actually did not like where this was going. Yeah, like I actually because I'm a I'm a huge fan of Shinsuke. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, what what are they doing? They're gonna put him in another tag team? Like what is happening right now? You know? And so I just wasn't feeling it. And then Sammy starts talking. He starts going into his spiel. And slowly, I'm like, wait a minute. I think this they could be onto something because shit. Because Miz tried to talk to Shinsuke. He 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 looked away from Sami Zayn and he looked at Shinsuke. He's like, Shin, like, are you trying to tell me that you? And Shinsuke puts his hand up in Miz's (laughs) face. And then he points to Sami Zayn. I'm like, ooh, I kind of like this. Yeah. I like where this is going. I'm like, all right, all right. And so, you know, then everything you just said went down. And just the chemistry that they have and the way that Sami Zayn just like how he's so animated. Like yes. everything he does, like even after he gave out that last sh- uh, Kinshasa, he just is on his knees and he puts his hands up. And he's like, "That's how you do it. That's <laughs> how it's done, ladies and gentlemen." I'm like, "Wow!" Like this, and Shinsuke is just standing tall, looking strong, and looking yes. at looks like a champion, like a bad mofo. And and Sami Zayn is like praising him. I'm like, oh my god, have they just figured this out? Like, have they, they they just landed on something? I think they did. I think they did, and I think that helps out the Miz as well because I'm like, okay, does this mean the Miz is back in the IC title scene? Because if that it is, be that's good. great. Yeah, because that's his wheelhouse. Yes, he. Yes. That's a that's an opportunity for him to go for the record. Yes, I like it. I like yeah. it. Just everything about it, I like it. Like I said in the beginning, I was I was scared, man. I was nervous. I'm like, I yeah, don't, me I don't too. Because I, like I was like, when Shiska came out, I was like, huh. Like what are you doing? <laughs> like another, we did this with Rusev already. Like teaming him up with Rusev, like you're gonna team him up with another dude. Like come on, man, he's singles, it's fine. But then it almost feels like maybe like another version of Rusev date. You know where you had uh, Aiden English and Rusev paired together, and it was just the great chemistry there. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like this could be. It's not exactly like that, obviously, but just the chemistry that they have together. If if this continues on the way they started on this SmackDown. Man, I, I think there's a lot of potential because Sami Zayn on the microphone and just his character, characteristic, his charisma, his uh, like antics and his animation. 
with Shinsuke, like there's something about that because yes. both of them are just they're both artists. They, they, they write, are. you know. So they are. man, I'm I'm now I'm excited. I'm excited to see where this I, goes. I just got a kick. Out. I just, I can't get that image out of my head when he was just the wink. The wink, man. He looked like he was cons- legitimately concerned yeah. about the Miz and kind of just just caressed his chin with his hand and then proceeded to look over Shinsuke, Shinsuke had an evil smile, gave him the wink, like a slow okay. wink, yeah, like, and got okay. the hell out the way so he can do his contrast. I was like, holy shit, are you kidding me, bro? <laughs> Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, man, more, more of that, more yeah, of that. I am, yeah. I'm, I'm ready. I'm all for it now. I'm all for it. So, yeah, man, very entertaining stuff over there with Shinsuke and Sami Zayn. Just bring it on. And they have history. They have legitimate history, you they know, do. from Japan and the indie scene and all that. So, yeah, the chemistry is there. Let's go. I'm ready for it. Yeah, so like we're yeah. both ready for this. Look, they found something, man. So, yeah, just, just keep it going. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. So now, uh, let's talk about. Let's go back to Daniel Bryan. Uh-huh. So they've been talking about. They had teased Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan were going to reveal who the, the true attacker was, right? So they bring this guy into this back, like locker room area or whatever, and he's in all black. Like they put a like a cloth on him. They they put the the like a towel, whatever over him, so you couldn't see. So the fans and no one on TV could know who it was, right? Mm-hmm. So he's all covered up, all in black, and they sit him down, and like you know. We, Basically talking to him, tell him, like, what's going to happen tonight? We're going to reveal. We're going to tell, you know, Roman Reigns what you did, you know, and, and, and exonerate Rowan. So, you know, flash forward to, to uh, well, actually, too, we should talk about what happened post-match with Buddy Murphy. Because, too, um, they they proceeded to beat down Buddy Murphy after Buddy Murphy got well, even that Even before win. that, when Roman Reigns came in. And question and say, hey, buddy, you know, like, are you like, lying are you to sh- them or are you lying to me? Yeah. You know, and then Buddy said, you know, I'm pretty sure that I saw Ro- uh, Rowan. And so that was, you know, kind of rubbed Roman the wrong way. And he's like, well, you know, if I find out that you lied to me, then I'm coming back here. And I'm going to whoop your ass. So no, hold on, hold on, hold on. He said it like he was his dad. Like if, if like your dad get told you to take the garbage out, if you don't take that garbage out, but I come I come back, I'm whooping your ass. So he he said it like the most the most smoothest way. It was like a smooth ass threat. He, it was it wasn't like his voice didn't get elevated. It was like in this tone. I'm about to do it verbatim. If I find out you lying, I'm coming back and whooping your ass. I was like shit. Yes yes, dad. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, oh, yeah, man. that was good. That was a, that was a good rendition of that. For sure. For sure. Oh man, so yeah, so so he he laid down the law. You know, he told he told Buddy what was going to happen, and you know, even then you had Daniel Bryan and and Rowan, Rowan beating him down again uh, to just kind of get revenge. He was pissed off because he just lost the match. And then let's just get to the end of the show, basically, where we've got this guy underneath this cloth thing, um, and you got Rowan, and you got Daniel Bryan in this area, and door opens, you got Roman Reigns walking in, and they're like, okay, you know, we told you, you know, you don't want to even want to know the lengths that I had to go to, to to find this guy. 
Oh, my God. And even the selling of, like, what he had to do. Like, I can't even repeat what this dude on commentary was saying. Like, everything he did. He hired a forensic specialist and did yeah. all this stuff. And I was like, what the heck? Like, that was a little bit over too yeah, much. Yeah, David Otunga. David Otunga. Yeah, I was like, ah, it's a little bit too much. But whatever, whatever. It's, it's fine. So, you know, Daniel Bryan's telling Roman Reigns all the, like, all the stuff that I had to do to, to find this guy. And then, you know, he grabs the, the thing on his head, reveals it. And is damn near a twin of Rowan. A doppelganger, man. Yeah, like he looks exactly like Rowan. And Roman's Roman Reigns' face is like... Confused. The hell? <laughs> what? Are you guys... <laughs> I thought he was going to leave, honestly. I thought he was about to walk out the locker room yeah. and be like, you know, I've, I'm done. I've had enough of this. I really did think that Roman Reigns was just going to walk away. I have thought that was going to happen. I was confused, too, man. I'm like, what are they doing? What are they trying to do with this? Even Rowan looked confused when he was looking at himself in the mirror. But like, that's what it's like. You're just looking at himself. And they, they both looking confused. And they both look at they both look at Roman. And Roman's looking at them. And he's looking confused. I'm like, what the hell is going on? What is this? <laughs> yeah, it was just bizarre, man. I mean, yeah, because the two of them, they're just staring at each other. Just like looking, same facial expression, same red beard. Just same everything. Just stone face staring at each other. And they look at Roman Reigns. And yeah, it's just goofy, man. And then Daniel Bryan's just standing in the background like, yeah, see, see. And I'm just like, what? What is happening? So, yeah, man, I'm still, like, in that same place. Like, I I, I just don't know what's happening. I don't, yeah, I don't know man. What, they're, what they're doing I, right I, now. I don't, I don't know where this is going to go. Like, I, 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 I had my assumptions last week of who could be under. I was thinking outside the box, you know, maybe it could be a wrestler we haven't seen in a while. So, I was saying Roman. You said maybe a jobber, which that's probably who he is. Just that's like, Yeah, I, I, some random dude, basically. They're yeah. going to try to say, yeah, this guy over there. I had no idea they were going to get like, the, the twin. Like, <laughs> Rowan's twin, lost, long-lost twin brother, basically, to, to be there. And I don't know. They may try to say, because he said, uh, Daniel Bryan said, they're going to prove that Buddy had something to do with it. So maybe they're going to say that Buddy hired this guy to do this. And, you know, then he set it up to where he was going to play. He's going to try to pin it on uh, Buddy. I think so. I think so. Um, but yeah. ultimately, it's Daniel Bryan and Rowan. That's what it's going to be, I think. Yeah. That, that, that's, that, Daniel Bryan's just, man, he is off his rocker, bro. He's just. Right. But I love giving, it. Yeah, I, I, I love it too, I man. Just it. giving Buddy, man, these monologue ass whoopings just. <laughs> Having Rowan doing all the work. Yeah, man, do the, do the hand claw. And you're a liar. You're a liar. Buddy, you're a liar. You coward. coward. <laughs> That's all he's doing. He's, he's not, he's not touching Buddy at all, nope. but talking while Those getting his ass guys, whooped by yep. Rowan. I yep. was like, oh my God, you just feel bad for Buddy, man. Yes. Which is working great, though, for it is, Buddy, because it is. then in the ring, I mean, we heard the reaction. Yeah. Like, Buddy got a great reaction. He did. So it was like, it felt like an them. emotional, uh, like an emotional cheer, like, Buddy. Yeah. But, like, they were just yeah. rooting for him, man, because yep. they want him to win. Like, you felt it through the crowd. Yep, yep. Like, he was clearly the underdog. It's kind of like a Rocky scenario, you know, yeah. where it's just like he's the underdog, but you just feel for him. You're emotionally connected to him. Yep. His beatdowns he keeps getting. It's like, man, why do people keep beating up on Buddy? And then, like, again, just going back to this guy wasn't on television, and, you know, there's there's people that's talking about him, like, oh, he's a great wrestler, and we never really get to see him. And so, yeah, there's just all of this buildup to 
like just just everyone just caring about Buddy because yeah, all of this. man. So it, Even when Roman Buddy, gave man. gave him that uh, that dead threat, you know, and you saw his special expression, he was like, "I'm gonna come back and whoop your ass." He was like, "Oh, come on, man!" You know, you just looked in the, you had his eyes closed, you just kind of stared in the air. And I was like, I, "I feel for you, man. You're tired of getting your ass whooped." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like enough already, man. Right, man. <laughs> Give me a break. Please, enough. Oh man, good stuff, man. Like it, it's weird, you know. Is I don't. Again, we're not quite sure. If we've got some ideas, but you know, at, at the end of the day, it is still entertaining. Like yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. okay with it. You know, I'm still though, digging the story. Yes, yes. Same here. Same here. Agreed. All right, so we'll leave it there for now. To be continued uh, on the next one, but we're let's move on to some of these other matches before we get to the King of the Ring uh, from the SmackDown standpoint. So, uh, well, one segment that they did, they did the moment of bliss where uh, Charlotte was going to huh. be interviewed. Uh, that was kind of a it was kind of an interesting uh, moment yeah. of bliss where Charlotte was basically saying that Bailey's an irrelevant champion that you know Charlotte is the one that kind of brings prestige to the women's division you know she's the one they send out to the red carpets she's the Speaking one that's facts. doing yeah facts you know she's <laughs> going to the movie premieres they're the one she's the one on the magazine covers like she it's it's her yeah. so you know and then Bailey ended up coming out later on and saying you know all oh, this is fine and good but you know I'm the women's champion and that's really what you're upset about that's what you you know you you can't stand you know and so Charlotte uh, I think she did challenge Beck uh, Bailey to a match at Clash of Champions right like that officially happened yeah yeah uh, yep. yeah so she ch- she challenged her Bailey basically accepted the challenge and she said oh and one more thing and just knocked Charlotte out of her seat and it was like one of the most yeah. awkward like knocks that I or pushes out of the chair in in a moment of bliss that I've seen um because it just seemed like Charlotte legitimately wasn't ready for it to happen. No, she wasn't, and man. She muffed her pretty hard too. That fall was awkward. It was like, ooh, like she she could have actually gotten hurt on that one. Yeah, man. But she Came played up it by her shoes. Man, <laughs> she did. And she played it up, but I love see Charlotte, she's so good because even though it happened the way it happened. Yeah. She's in character. She's mm-hmm. like brushing off her hair, trying to compose herself. She's like, yes. I'm not going to get upset. I'm the queen. I'm above this. You know, I'm just going <laughs> to just calm down because, you know, a queen acts a certain way. That's so right. She just kind of, she just kind of like helped her composure, even though, you know, this chick over here just tried to, to test her. Basically, is how I felt about it. I was like, man, okay. Like, I just yeah. loved that little little note on there for, for Charlotte and how she played it. And for Bailey, it was like, it was cool. You know, her like coming out and kind of showing that aggression. Like, I did like that. I still felt like, to me, Bailey just is, is still trying to, to prove something, you know, like she's yeah, just not, I think so too. You know what I'm saying? I like think I just so get that too. sense that she's trying to prove something with this yeah. whole thing. So, to me, even though I feel like Charlotte is going to win this matchup, I feel like Bailey needs this win. Like she needs it to help kind of justify or, or just legitimize her title reign. She, yeah, she point, actually needs that rub because you know, her beating Ember Moon didn't do anything for her. Like yeah. it, it did nothing, and. Nope. uh you know, and you know, like Charlotte's speaking facts. Like I love that whole segment. You know, her coming out. You know, the Alexa Bliss uh, segment. Her coming out. Like, hold on. You know, isn't she pointed to the King of the Ring seat? Like, I think that's my chair. I should be sitting in that chair. I love Alexa Bliss' response. She's like, "Okay, have a seat." Yeah, <laughs> like I'm done with yeah, this. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, sit down. Just sit down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, okay, just sit down. Like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. No. Right. Like, I'm, I'm not going to even go. I'm not going to entertain that. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. That it was. Perfect. It was, man. And then you know, Charlotte just 
going down on on Bailey. I'm talking about man, like now I have to clean up your mess because you had devalued the SmackDown's Women's Championship. I was like, yeah. damn, that's yeah. kind of true though. Yeah, you did you did devalue it? Like I can't, facts. I can't write facts. I can't go against that. That's a sound logic right there that she's spitting. And you know, it's like now I have to get it and and make it prestige again. I'm like, yeah, you you will, you will make it prestige again if you get the belt. So just all facts, man. But yeah. she does need that win at Clash of Champions, man. So, not even Charlotte, but she like more Bailey. Yeah, hundred percent, man. She needs it. She needs it. I, I agree. So we'll see what happens, you know, at Clash of Champions when they face off. Um, all right. So a couple more notes before we get to King of the Ring. Um, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton had a little bit of a thing. Basically, Randy Orton came out, called Kofi Kingston stupid. And Kofi Kingston showed up, gave him a uh, Trouble in Paradise out of nowhere. It's yep. kind of a revenge for what happened on Raw. So it was a it was a it was a good segment. It was it, to me. It didn't really add a whole lot to the storyline. Short of, I mean, I don't want to. It just continued the story. That's it all. Continued it did. the story, and it was good. It was entertaining. Yeah. Kofi then was uh, teasing that he was going to try to break uh, Randy's leg. He put his uh, leg in a chair. The revival came out. Um, and then Kofi Kingston took care of them, took the chair, and gave the revival uh, Dawson Dash and Dawson uh, chair shots to the back. Um, they escaped, and yeah, that was pretty much it. So, just wanted to mention that that happened. And again, it was just a it was a solid continuation of the storyline, but it felt like there were so many other things that happened on the show that this kind of felt like a footnote compared to some of the other things happening on the, on the it show. Did. So, we're just gonna pretty much leave that one at that. Um, the revival went against Heavy Machinery. Um, have, uh, revival beat Heavy Machinery. Decent matchup. I thought Heavy Machinery looked good in the matchup overall. They entertained. They did their thing. They have their their you know thing down in terms of their how they entertain in the midst of matches and their pacing and all that. But in the end, the revival got the win, which mm-hmm. rightfully so, I think, to help build up their potential. I think matchup. it was like a quick roll up towards the end. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, because they they had I, I, um, there was a pin, but it wasn't on the legal man, and so the revival kind of capitalized on that, got a roll up, and that was it. It was yep. over. So, uh, yeah, solid matchup overall. It was fun to watch. But uh, let's get to the King of the Ring, man, and talk about this. So the the first matchup they had, Andrade Cien Almas. I mean, our, our dude. Like, we both have yes. a lot of respect for this guy. Andrade. Um, when it, go yeah, ahead. I can say it. I'm going to say it again. One more time. Andrade. One more time. Andrade. Andrade. There we go. There we go. He's saying it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Andrade. Andrade Cien Almas. Uh, he went up against Apollo Cruz. First round matchup. And yeah, man, there was a trend going on with a lot of guys just rushing uh, people in the beginning of the matchup to try to get a quick pin. And Apollo yeah. Crews did this to Andrade, but that failed. Um, yeah, overall, too, this matchup, I felt like, again, both guys, the, the king of the ring for me has been like, I, I have a feeling of who's going to win, and I'm expecting you know it to grow a certain way. I thought with this one, again, um, I was waiting for Andrade to kind of get that win, but Apollo Crews looked good in this matchup, he did. I felt. He looked good, man. That drop kick in midair to Andrade, whoa. Yes, yes, Bro. yes. Yeah, that, that was and David Otunga, I thought he did a good job here kind of selling that, you know, for a big man his size to be able to get to that height, do that drop kick, and oh, catch yeah. him like that. Good you know, point. It was a, yeah, it was, it was a good just... Uh, putting over the athleticism of a guy like that, Apollo Crews, because I think that goes lost sometimes, just like his combination of agility and power, you know, is just so unique, you know, so, you know, just just shout out to uh, Tonga on that one for that call. Um, in the end, you know, you had Zelina Vega getting involved a little bit uh, during the matchup. What was uh, Selena Vega wearing, man? 
I don't know. Yeah, it, was it looks like stripperish. This, this see-through, like yeah. you know, like this thing. big ass coat. Yeah, basically, <laughs> you know, like what? What is I, like? I Allison, let you rock that. I'm saying because you know we we here we know the behind the scenes we talk about it so you know Zelina Vega is Aleister Black's wife and she's hey. on you know on television with Andrade as her as his business associate as his manager so it was kind of weird her like is she just in her lingerie underneath this coat? yeah like, man what is going on right. So, yeah, that just felt a little bit awkward there, but you know, it, it's it's it. she's trying something new. I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at the end, Andrade got the victory. Neither yeah. one of us are surprised by by nope. that. That was our now, pick. Yep. Now I'm 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 here to say, you know, I'm starting to feel like with some of, with our brackets, pretty much we're, we're getting into the the. The last of the SmackDown matchups that had to do with the King of the Ring, but mm-hmm. you know, there's momentum for Andrade. I feel you know with this. Let's talk about Elias and Owens, and I'll, I'll talk about how I feel about the whole tournament as as this all wraps up. So, um, Elias versus Kevin Owens. This is where the tournament kind of flips a little bit. I yes. feel so. Kevin Owens throughout the night is talking to Shane McMahon, hat in hand, humbled. At this hundred thousand dollar fine, he goes to Shane McMahon. And he's asked, you know, he's he's they're having a conversation about it, and he's you know just just trying to appease to or try to go to Shane and say, hey man, you know this 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 sucks, you know this this fine and it hurts, you know this this money means a lot to him, you know, and he wants him to reconsider it. And Shane is like, you know, appreciating that he's he's coming, he's talking to him like this in this way, he'll take it into consideration. Then they have another conversation later on. And he's like, you know, you you still haven't apologized for what you did to to Elias. And he's like, you know what, you're right. That's fair. So Kevin Owens apologized. He went and apologized for having, you know, attacked Elias while he was an official. So he's like, all right, you know, like I'm 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 gonna reconsider it. But if you ever attack an official again, then you will be fired. Hmm. Point blank, you will be <laughs> fired. Um. So you know, Kevin Owens kind of like. Swallows that, says, all right, you know, I, I I understand. I totally understand. So he's getting ready to have his, his matchup, you know, the King of the Ring matchup against Elias. All right, so they're, they're having their matchup. It kind of just gets started, which also, too, just a side note, Elias has a new entrance song. Um, heard it a little bit. I kind of like it. It's, it's nice for him to have like, it's, a it's, true... It's going to take some time for me to get used to it. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, do like that opening, who wants to walk with Elias, and then his yeah. music hits, but... I, I kind of liked it. I will say, from my perspective, I kind of liked it. I, okay. I think it's been his entrance has always kind of been missing something. It's cool, like he can play himself to the ring, but you know, having a full fledged entrance song, I kind of like that for Elias. So you know that that was just my feeling. But I, I see what you're saying, though. I do respect that it's kind of weird for you. So, um, but to to keep it going with the matchup, so the matchup is just kind of getting going, and then here comes the money. Shane McMahon shows up. And right away, you're kind of like, oh, here we go. Yep. Here we go. And Shane McMahon is like, oh, yeah, he's like, oh, I'm just going to watch. You know, I'm just going to sit by. I'm going to watch. So later on in the match, the the fight spills out to the, to the outside area near Shane McMahon. And Kevin Owens is getting ready to pick up Elias. And Shane McMahon gets in, the, in between Elias and Kevin Owens and stops Kevin Owens from doing what he's doing. And Kevin's like, what? What are you doing? And so Kevin Owens, or uh, uh, Shane... Uh, takes off the shirt that he's wearing, and underneath it, he has a referee shirt, Shane O'Mac custom referee shirt. 
And you right then I knew it. I already knew it was over when Shane McMahon came out. Yeah. But that kind of was like the pin on it. Like, okay, this is done. Like Kevin Owens is the win this matchup. Like he's he's gonna get messed with by Shane again. So you know, uh, Kevin Owens is is, and I think Kevin Owens knew it too. As soon as he saw that referee outfit, like the look on his face yeah. was kind of like. I'm done. Like yep. this is it. But let me just go and and finish this matchup. So like maybe I'll get lucky. Exactly. Trying to finish it. Trying to give him the stunner. Didn't work. Shane McMahon now at this point is in the ring as the referee, and the actual referee is on the outside. Uh, I think it was a roll up that happened. So uh, Elias rolled him up, and Shane McMahon did the exact same fast <laughs> count that, that Elias did to Kevin Owens the week before. Just that rapid fire, like Sonic the Hedgehog, da da da. You know, and there was a one two three, and that was it. Um, Elias beats Kevin Owens first round. Kevin Owens is eliminated from the King of the Ring tournament. Deflated. So that that's just how it felt. I was like, come on, man. Like, really? So, so let me ask you this. Besides okay. him losing, how do you feel about the story aspect of it? Long pause. Um, <laughs> you know, and we talked about this. Like, I... I saw it coming that this was going to be. You did, Nostradamus. I did. I saw it coming. <laughs> but I hate it. I hate it. Like, like I'm, I thought we were moving away from Shane yeah. McMahon. And he's right in the thick of it again. I'm telling you, I won't be surprised if Shane McMahon replaces one of the competitors in this tournament and wins King of the Ring. Like, it, it just, it, it, it's. I just don't understand why Shane McMahon has to be so involved in all the storylines. And now to do this to KO, when KO had so much momentum going, then you go and you have him lose to Elias in the first round. Yeah. And now he's going to be, because basically now his whole storyline is going to be with Shane and Shane kind of tormenting him and messing with his matches. And, you know, the, the tease of him getting fired, you know, with the next bad move that he makes, that's just what it's going to be like. I just, I, they just took a good thing. That with Kevin Owens being that Stone Cold-esque type of character, yep. and they just neutered it, basically. Like, that's just how I feel about it. Like, it's just, it's just, it, it, it's almost, it's not completely dead. I mean, you could always bring it back. There's ways to do it. But right now, it's just like, oh, damn. You know, like, it was good. So, I, I'm, I'm not feeling great about it. I, I just wish they would end it. What, where are you at with it? Well, you're going to be shocked, my friend. You know, before I say, I, you know, I voice my displeasure about this, like just move on from this. But for some reason, I liked it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I know, man. It was weird. I don't know what's going on, man. I feel like I'm, I'm I came from a different multiverse. We are in the multiverse <laughs> for real. Which, what, what? this is, this is crazy. This ain't the Devin I know. Yeah, this is, this is Earth 2 Devin. What is happening right. right now, man? What is happening? I know, man, but I got to be real, man. I can't say like, wow. yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm just done with this, but okay. I don't what, know. What got you? What, what, what's doing it for you? I guess probably because how the whole setup, I, I, I like the whole setup, you know, how, you know, Kevin Owens did the back, backstage se- uh, segment with uh, Shane, and he kind of just appeared Appeared to his humanity, and plus being him being a father, like I'm a father, you're a father, you can understand that, you can relate to that, and I get that because I'm a father myself. So, right, right, and, and I, I completely understood that, and he kind of suckered me with that. Like Shane kind of looks sincere, like yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you know, I'm gonna take it under consideration. But I knew it could have been some BS at the end. I'm like, it might, it sounds kind of fishy, it sounds too good to be true. 
I'm like, let me see what this goes. And I saw it. And I was like, damn, we screwed him out out of King of the Ring. And and it kind of makes sense with the story because, you know, last week Kevin Owens came out and he just said how King of the Ring is kind of dear to his heart. Yeah. And and he wants to and, and you know how King of Ring gives you that right rub and that's what he yeah. was talking about. Yeah, he, he, we talked about it last week. Yeah. You know, when he mentioned Bret Hart and he mentioned all the guys that were that were yeah. for Stone Cold Steve Austin and what it meant to him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shane McMahon just basically took that away from him, man. I was like, damn. And I thought they would they would extend it to the final. I yeah, thought that yeah, it would be yeah. Drew you, said and that. you said that. And that you said they that. would screw him over in yep. the final. And yeah. I kind of agree with that, but I didn't know it was yeah. going to be this early. Yeah, this early and kind of just blew up my bracket. Like, damn. Now, yeah. what I don't hope is what I don't want is what you just state stated is you know <laughs> Shane to appear in the King of the Rings. So that was just that. Now that would piss I me mean, off. That, I don't that, want that, that to happen. Look, that that's just uh, kind of. Um, you know, call back to the the best, best in the, in the world, world tournament, yeah. right? Like that's exactly what happened. I doubt that they would do that same thing again. But you know what? It is the WWE, and they're not above like rehashing old storylines <laughs> and just doing the same thing over again. And uh, the way they've been using Shane, man, I wouldn't put anything past him. Like there was a time where we were afraid that he was going to be the next WWE champion. Oh so, man, because it was rumors out there. Yeah, that he, he could yeah. possibly take that title away from Kofi. I'm telling you, just the way that they've been pushing them. So, yeah. you know, it, it wouldn't, like, if it happened, I wouldn't be shocked, but I would be pissed is the thing, you know. So, it, it's it's kind of like, I, I still would have a hard time believing that they would have the balls to do something like that. Yeah. So, it's kind of, I'm kind of joking, it's a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek type of thing to say from, from me. But my point with it is just that, you know, with Shane, just the way that they've been using him and the way he's been involved, like... It's just enough is enough, you know. Like I just, I just want to be done with it. But I'm, in, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised to hear that it's working for you. In this I know way. it's weird. And, I can't explain it. I don't. But when you talk about it, I actually like. I, I hear what you're saying, yeah. and I don't mind the reasons for why it works for you. In that, you know, the the way that they were they were relating to each other and the setup with like your father, I'm a father, and just like that that setup for. Um, Shane eventually screwing Kevin over, I feel like it makes sense. Logically, it makes sense. Yeah. I just feel like we're in this, like, loop of it's just Shane McMahon, Shane McMahon, Shane McMahon. Like, just he's still the the focal point of this whole thing, you know, and he's at the, now he's at the center of the King of the Ring situation, taking Kevin Owens out of it. And Kevin Owens and him are still going to have the storyline, which is going to lead to I another I don't think matchup. he's the focal point of... I think that's why it's working, because before, it felt like it was the main story for SmackDown, and it was taken off over both shows. Now it's not. Now you, now you it's see... It's not taken over both shows, but it's definitely taken over SmackDown. I don't think so, man. I don't think oh, so. Hey, I, 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 think, I, I, think, I think the Daniel Bryan is, is taken over. That, that, that gets played throughout the whole... Throughout the whole segment, throughout the whole shows of SmackDown, but they, did the, but it was, but they were doing the Kevin Owens thing all throughout SmackDown too. Well, like that's Kevin true. Owens, that's true. But you know, to, I, I don't know. I think because maybe because this story is because the Daniel Bryan story is 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 is, is shining more to me than the Kevin Owens. Well, I think it's a good sign then that you feel that way because, you know, for me, the way I see it, like both of them really kind of ended the show. Like they abruptly cut away after Kevin Owens lost to 
the reveal of who had you know oh, yeah. Roman Reigns real so quick. They real quick. They cut away from it. They went right to that. So I hear what you're saying, and I feel like you know maybe if there's more of that, like like I would have less of a problem with it. The the more they focus on other things versus Shane McMahon, yeah. like I think that would be okay with me too. I well, just last two feel last it. two SmackDowns. I said they ended the the show with the with the Daniel Bryan storyline. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you there. I hear you there. And I valid point on your side for sure, man. I, I just think that, you know, it's it's because we're still doing the Shane Kevin Owens, you know, feud, it's just like I just want to be done with that. I wanted Kevin Owens to kinda go Now you sound like and, me. Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> exactly, man. You 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 brought this up, you know, and I was afraid Shane would would keep going and, and but I'm with you and what you were saying at that time. Which was that, hey, I want Kevin Owens to move on and have another feud with somebody else. And I feel like he was doing so well. Like, he had so much momentum. Like, put him with a heel, another heel character. You know, have him feud with... I mean, Joe is on Raw, right? Like, I get confused with the whole uh, wild card rule. But I think Joe is, is a Raw <laughs> superstar. So, you know, and they kind of had a, a thing in the last show where Joe was going to kind of, you know, humble him or show him. Like, because Kevin Owens was thinking he was a tough guy or whatever. So, they had that matchup. Which ended in that BS way with the quick count. So I thought, okay, let's let's maybe build something with with Joe and and Kevin Owens a little bit, or somebody else. I don't right. know anybody, um, not anybody, not named Shane McMahon, essentially. Um, so yeah, and then you had the King of the Ring tournament. We're thinking, okay, well maybe Kevin Owens will go far in the King of the Ring, and he'll continue that momentum, and then get screwed over later on, like in the final or something like that. Um, but just the way they're doing it now, I don't, I don't know, man. I just I, I'm. I'm at my at my peak with this with the storyline. Like I feel like it just needs to end. The next time they face each other, I hope is the last time they face each other, so we can just move on to something a new storyline for Kevin Owens because he, he he should be in something different. I think they'll end the storyline probably at Clash of Champions. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Just just end it there, be done with it, and that's it. Uh, you know, Survivor Series in Chicago. I'm I hope I'm not watching another Kevin Owens. Shane McMahon thing and and the fear that I have too is like that's gonna be one of the like team versus team matchups it'll be like team KO versus team Shane and if team KO wins Shane is gone like I feel like it's gonna be something See, there like you that. go again Nostradamus that's why I call you Nostradamus I'm telling you I'm, here, dude, here you go again dude, now, now yeah. you sp- now you you sounding very sound right now I hope this <laughs> don't happen that's Survivor Series you know team team Shane McMahon and team Kevin Owens like god damn the hints are there man like I see it you know I don't want it to happen but I'm just telling you what I'm seeing that's just all it is that's all it is. I hope it doesn't happen, but I can see myself sitting in that arena at Allstate, enjoying myself, but thinking to myself, damn, this damn match is about to happen. I knew it was going to happen, and I hate that I knew it was going to happen, but here it is. Oh, hell, let's just let's watch it and enjoy it. You know oh, man. Like, I, 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 man. <sighs> okay, that's what I don't want to happen. Just, all right, I'm going to join this story right now. Just finish it, yeah, move on. It. Yeah. All right. Just move on to the next storyline for Kevin Owens, please. Exactly, exactly. So um, we're we're at the end of of the the wrap up, but I just will say, just looking at the bracket, looking at everything that's going on, I feel really strongly right now about Andrade. I feel like the momentum that he has, and with the way that the bracket kind of lays out, it seems like Andrade has a a damn near clear path to the final. What about Elias though? Uh, no, no, no. Elias, I think Buddy Murphy's going to beat Elias. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I'm worried about that. I think he's going to get replaced. 
because you think Ali then maybe goes over Buddy? No, 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 no. no. I'm not saying that. Uh, uh, when they had that backstage, you know, segment when Damian Bryan's giving that monologue ass whooping, yeah. Buddy, and I think he was. I think a trainer came out. He's like, let's give him to the trainer's room. And I, and I didn't like what I heard. Heard that. I was oh. like, oh damn, they might use a they might use a storyline and say he's out of the King of the Ring tournament or something like that. Well, or or they could just say, hey, you know, he's hurt, and maybe that's more justification for why Ali beats him. After okay, he just looks. Ho- so hopefully, you're right on that. You, most likely, yeah. you're probably right. Yeah. So so that's a good point because I I don't remember catching that. So good that you said that. So that kind of makes me think. All right, Ali probably goes over Buddy given the the you know injuries that he sustained from the beatdown. And then it's Ali versus Elias, which, yeah, that's interesting. If it's Ali versus Elias, I I think Ali, I, I want to say then Ali. Whoever wins that matchup between Buddy and Elias, and uh, Ali, I think is going to beat Elias. And I think it's going to end up being Andrade versus one of those two guys versus Buddy or um, or mm. uh, Ali. Mm. Yeah, and, I, and now with that injury, what you just said, I think it'll be Ali. I think it'll be Andrade versus Ali. I think <laughs> that's crazy, man. Because yeah. if it is that... Um, a guy like Ali winning King of the Ring, that would be a great payoff for the the vignettes that he'd had yeah. about changing the narrative. Yep. So it's going to be real interesting to see, man. Um, but I feel strong about Andrade right now. That you know, getting rid of KO, that was one guy that I'm like, I don't, I don't, I didn't see him. I didn't see Andrade beating Kevin Owens, but oh, no. now it's it's I could see him beating all of those. Yeah, yeah. Even true. if it's Elias at the end, I could see Andrade beating Elias yep. too if somehow he makes it. But, you know, I think Andrade is probably going to the finals. I don't know. We'll see, man. I, we'll see. Maybe Elias. I, for some reason, I see Elias going all the way to the finals. Against Drew? No, no, no. no. I'll say going all the way to the finals. Against Drew? Uh, well, oh, yeah, but they, yeah. Because Drew's on the raw side. Oh, yeah, that's right. But he's on the raw side, but they kind of on the see, same. See, I think, I think it's going to end up being Ricochet and Andrade right now. That's what ooh, I'm saying. Ooh, that's what I'm ring? saying. Yeah, see that. See, see that appeals to the wrestling diehard fans, but you yeah. got to think about the casual fans too. This is true. Does that appear to the casual fans? Right. I mean, the the other alternative that I'm saying, and I hate saying this, but I could see uh, like an Ali Baron Corbin situation <laughs> bro, too. Bro, just just be quiet from now on, dude. Just, I'm just stop talking. You, stop I, talking, I just, man. Damn. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I could just see it because I, Drew McIntyre is not going to the finals. It's not happening. They, they, they've cursed him. Too many people talked about him. So now it's a place so him. much faith in Drew in this, in this tournament, man. For you. Yeah. <sighs> Me too. Me too. And then stupid Michael Cole had to open the door. <laughs> I think that Drew McIntyre is the guy to go with. Oh, I was like, it's done. Him, just <laughs> him alone saying that, I was done. And then Renee, uh, Renee said the same thing, and here comes Booker T on Skype. Yeah, you know, I, it's, it's got to be true. <sighs> Guys, like, get off my pick. You know what I'm saying? This is our dude. Like, yeah. We want him to get this push, but not when all of you guys are picking him as the favorite. Now we know it's not going to happen. Uh, maybe so they surprise us. Maybe, you know, they'll, you know, just change the formula. They're like, all right, usually we say that and it doesn't happen. We'll just... We'll just make it happen now. We'll just have Drew go over. 
if you know if they all pick him and Drew ends up winning, wow, like that that would be awesome for Drew. Yeah, you know, going in, he's the favorite, and he just like just steamrolls through this whole thing. That would be awesome. I just, I just, I don't know. Looking at WWE history, the way they do it, if they all start picking somebody and it's unanimous like that, it's just, Damn, bro. It's just you just need to stop touch, talking, man. man. That's we're done with this podcast. <laughs> Forget it, NXT, man. I'm done. I don't want to talk about that. I'm scared of what you're going to say for NXT. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, I, I don't want to be right. I want Drew McIntyre to win it. but Then yeah. stop talking if you don't want to be right. <laughs> All right. I got to tell the truth. I got to tell the truth. I got to say what I'm saying, man. You're scaring our listeners, man. I got to say what I'm saying. I'm sorry. <laughs> listeners, I'm sorry. I, I want Drew McIntyre to win. I'm just seeing their little notes and, and teases and, and Easter eggs and nuggets. And it's just, you know, it's the it's the, the Marvel fan in me that, that's looking for all the little, you know, the story notes that's going to tell us, like, where things are going, you know. So, for me, I, I just, it seems like that's that's what it is. You keep saying something enough on WWE television, you know, oh, it's definitely going to be this guy. Oh, this guy is definitely going to win. Oh, he's got to be the favorite. Pfft, yeah, no, they're going the other way. They're going the other way. So, yeah. All right, man. Well, yeah, the, man. the match is next week, right? Next Monday. The Drew yes, and Ricochet. Yes. So, we'll see. I will be watching that on pins and needles, man. I'm, I'm, I will. Oh, my God. I don't know if I'll probably, I don't know if I'll be standing the whole time, just pacing back and forth. I'm like, I hope I feel wrong. I hope I feel wrong. I hope I feel wrong. <laughs> man. That w- I wouldn't, I would be so happy to be wrong. Let me be wrong. Let me be wrong. Please, WWE. Come on, Wrestling Universe. Just. Yes. Just don't grant this man's prophecy, all right? Don't, I'm yes, tired no. of Hafiz just having these premonitions. And- Me too. <laughs> yes, I want to be wrong. Please, please give Drew oh, this king of the ring. Man. Let him be king of the ring. All right, let's cap it on there for SmackDown. So that'll do it for this week's recap of SmackDown. We're going to record the NXT one here in a little bit. Possibly. So look out for that. No, we're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> NXT, it is happening. It is happening. Don't be afraid of the, the premonitions. It's happening. All right. So that's going to do it. So, again, this is a feast with me always with Devin. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.